Welcome back to the best trip ever. She's Carrie. I'm Jim. And if we got something very special for you today, if you like luxury, but still want to get back to nature, want to get away from people, want to get some fresh air, get some outdoor activities, but not sacrifice luxury, comfort and gourmet food. Carrie just got back from an outstanding exclusive resort in Montana called Paws Up. Yeah, this was a trip that I have wanted to do for a long time. Even though I'm not an outdoorsy girl, this was a fabulous experience. So what is Paws Up? Paws Up is a 37,000 acre, actually working ranch and luxury resort located in Greeno, Montana, just a little less than an hour outside of Missoula. And is that how you get there? You fly into Missoula? Yeah, and since we're in Seattle, one hour, 11 minute nonstop flight, and I was on the ground in Missoula, hopped into our transfer, and I was on my way to the ranch. So is it an actual ranch? It actually is. They have bison, they have cattle, they have horses, I believe 50 plus horses, including a Mustang program. So it's a working ranch, but it's also a luxury resort uh, with everything from glamping to lodge homes to just about everything you can think of. Glamping. They actually coined the phrase of glamping here. So these are one and two bedroom tents, much like you would see something in a safari. But let me tell you, these tents are nicer than probably most hotels I've ever stayed in. They have steam showers, heated floors, heating and air conditioning, jacuzzi tubs. Some of them are two bedrooms and they're pretty spectacular. And they come with their own camp butler. So you get a butler in your tent. Describe these tents. Are these just pup tents? What are these? These are large tents. I would guess probably about 700 square feet. And keep in mind the glamping section of the property is open from late March to about late September. It's very seasonal because of the weather being Montana where you can get, you know, six inches of snow one day and have it 50 degrees the next. So if you are going to want to do your outdoor glamping experience, that is more of a summer activity. But the rest of the property is open year round and these have lodge homes anywhere from one to five bedroom accommodations available and here's the key if you do a home when you check in your home comes with a 2020 Lexus SUV parked out front for you to drive around the property will it be if I go there next year will I have a 2020 Lexus you will have a 2021 as they have a partnership with Lexus I think our vehicle had 47 miles on it when we picked it when we started driving it and by the end of the weekend I think we'd put a whole 10 miles on the whole vehicle so we have different accommodations we have buildings homes and tents let's, let's go back to the tents a little bit yeah it has a full wooden platform it has a deck with adirondack chairs but it definitely has the camping feel to it for your windows you unzip them to open them up that being said you have wi-fi you have high thread count sheets you've got a large king bed in the bedroom every attention to detail item that you could think of in a luxury five-star hotel you have it in your glamping tent it gets you the ultimate and outdoor experiences without being in a hotel and most of the camps which there are six tents in each one of the various camps throughout the property they are located on a river so you're either a riverbank or above a river down at water level you've got a lot of activities but there's also a dining hall at each one of the camps so if you're a large group say a family group multi-gen you could actually take over a whole camp and have your whole family together or if you're a small family it's a great way to meet other families while you're out at the camp they actually have a shuttle service that'll come around and take you to your activities so even though it doesn't come with a Lexus you're not being held you know captive that you can't get around those 37,000 acres and just
just to be clear for people, why don't you get a Lexus when you're camping? Because they are out in the dark and the, there are a lot of windy roads and they feel like people would get lost if they would be if they were out in the glamping section. So they figure it's easier because it's pitch black, you know, and it gets dark fairly early and they don't want people getting lost out in the dark. So when I'm out there camping with my family or my loved ones or both, uh, do I have campfires? Do I have s'mores? Do I have food? What do I do out there? Oh gosh, you've got everything. You've got three meals a day included while you're out at your camp. They do a chuck wagon dinner one of the nights during your stay where they have a Montana storyteller. They've got world-class chefs there. You've got s'mores. There's everything that you can think of when you're out at glamping. And then throughout the day, you schedule your activities. So keep in mind, pause up is considered to be all-inclusive in terms of meals. You get three meals a day included. You'll also get um, some sort of activity credit depending on which travel advisor that you book through. Through our agency, you get a significant credit towards activities. If it requires a guide, there is a charge for it. But for example, if you want to go out fly fishing and don't want a guide, you can grab a fishing pole and head on out and fish at your leisure. Go for it. They do catch and release here. As our fabulous guide explained to us, Dalton, who is a Montana boy who had never left the state of Montana, we catch and release because the fish are our business partners. So I thought that was a great phrase. But back to the activities. There are uh, probably 50 different activities to choose from either winter or summer. And I had a nice variety of them during my winter stay most recently. Now, are these activities that are just for novices and newbies? Or can you be an experienced fisher person or horseback rider or snowmobiler? Can you be experienced and enjoy these uh, activities? Absolutely. Especially with things like horseback riding. I went horseback riding and I'm not a big horse person. So they put me into the category of nervous rider and they assigned me to a very nice horse named Boone, which I guess is one they use for 10 year old kids. Typically, if you were more experienced, they gave you one of the more experienced, um, more spirited horses where you actually could go out and ride. If you're with a larger group of people, they'll actually divide out the groups. So they'll have the experienced riders go out. They have some clients, they said, come every single summer. And that's all what these kids want to do that are very experienced riders. So they'll go out one-on-one with the Wranglers and ride for hours on end and really get out there because there's so much acreage to run on. Me, I kept a slow clip, went along the river, and that was my perfect speed, which was no speed. You mentioned the Wranglers. Uh, Is it one of the activities you can also do? You can uh, herd, get along some of these little doggies. Yes, they have different activities. They have uh, cow croquet. They can, you can go out and bring the herd in. There's a whole variety of activities that are all surrounded by the horses that are on property. They have a very interesting Mustang experience. The head wrangler at the property, Jackie, is very interesting. And keep in mind, uh, one of the things I love so much is that actually all the wranglers currently at Paws Up are all women. So she's really intriguing to talk to. And she shows how she goes through the process of, uh, of keeping the Mustangs and training them and getting more acclimated because these are wild Mustangs that have been out and about in the Bureau of Land Management. They're owned by the government that the actual paws up has purchased so they can keep them safe and they don't end up in a less fortunate situation. So she does a whole class that was so interesting on the Mustangs and how she trains them and how she's able to get them to trust her and they trust her, she trusts them and the whole process involved in it. But I'm not a big horse person, but I thought that the whole product and how they do it is fascinating. Some are scheduled and some are just due at your own free time. Correct. 
prior to arrival, they will reach out to you from Pause Up and kind of get an idea of what you're interested in and schedule your activities and get a whole itinerary for you. They have a really great app. So when you arrive on property and you've got the app downloaded, you actually have your whole entire trip scheduled. It's kind of like I jokingly called it family or adult summer camp with your all of your activities. Or you could do nothing. There are some people that just like to go to Pause Up and enjoy one of the special event weekends. For example, we were there for a first time event called the French Laundry Unfolded, which is um, from the French Laundry chefs coming out of Na- a world-renowned restaurant out of Napa Valley. The head chef at Paws Up is uh, used to work at the French Laundry, so he brought four of his former co-workers up, and they just had fun cooking and making these fabulous gourmet meals. So that was one of the special events. Another one they do later in the season, they do a barbecue weekend with Brooke Williamson, who is on Top Chef. So there's something always going on at Paws Up. So even if you're not planning on spending your whole week doing activities, or maybe you only want one or two activities, and you just want to relax, there's so much to do when it comes to the culinary because the food here is fantastic. Now, can I partake in the culinary experiences or eat at the other restaurants on property if I'm just doing the camping? Absolutely. You could go up to the main section. You just don't typically have a reason to go up to the main section of the property because you're focusing more on your glamping section and being out at the camps and you're out doing your activities. But you may be going up to the outpost at some point. But most of the people that are dining in one of the three main restaurants at the main section of the village as they call it, are coming from the homes. And it's kind of ironic because when you walk into these homes, most of them are at least 3,000 square feet. They have a gorgeous world-class kitchen that you're never going to end up using. I think I made coffee every morning and that was the only use we got out of our kitchen. Because even if you call to order room service, for example, it's delivered and served on China in your home. Or for example, if you've had a really long day, lots of activities, and you don't feel like going to the restaurant for dinner, they actually have in-home pizza delivery. So there's a full pizza menu. You choose as many pizzas as you want, either with one of the signature pizzas or customized, and they'll deliver it to your home, set it all up. They have salads, sweets, and they even have a dessert bar, which is automatically included with all of your pizza delivery. And again, because this is an all-inclusive meal plan resort, you're not paying extra for any of this. Unfortunately, I did not have time to get the pizza delivery. But you do have the menu in front of you. I do. And it's really quite detailed. I mean, they have a pizza called the morel high ground, which is duck bacon, morel mushrooms, pickled shallots, lemon herb ricotta, and charred tomatillo salsa. This is not your, you know, basic pizza delivery. This is high-end gourmet. But if all you really want is to have a sausage and mushroom pizza delivery, you can order that as well, Jim. Okay, so we've talked about some of the activities. We've talked about the glamping aspect. But you don't have to live in a tent out at Paws Up if you don't want to. No, most people, if you don't want to do the glamping, you would choose one of the homes. And again, anywhere from one to five bedroom homes scattered throughout the property. The five bedroom home is actually set off kind of by itself where some of the wrangling trips leave from. That one they said is the most popular for celebrities because it's definitely got the most anonymity and the most um, uh, uh, quietness because there's no one else around. Otherwise, they're kind of in neighborhoods per se throughout the grounds. Now the neat part, and this is kind of the hidden secret, 
secret is opening in August is a brand new section of the property, which won't even be marked. That's going to be called the Green O. These are 12 new homes that are all being built that are going to be adult only. So these homes are all going to start about 800 square feet and they're just going to have king beds in them. They're going to be set back. Some of them are tree houses. Some of them are skylight homes. They're all just each individually different. Again, with the same amenities, full kitchen. If you decide one night during your stay, you just don't feel like coming to the restaurant, the chef will actually come to your home and make your dinner for you. They're trying to make all their activities start. For example, if you were going to do a trail ride, they're trying to set it up that the horses will actually come to your home and you can start from there. You're also going to have a vehicle set. They haven't decided what vehicle it's going to be. We were joking that since it's the green O, it should be a green Lexus SUV, but it's yet to be determined. But that's scheduled to be open in August. And from there, they're also going to have a five-story tree house, which is where they're going to have a bar, which is exclusive to that area. That's actually above the tree line. Uh, So you're going to be able to see the gorgeous mountains of Montana. So when the green O opens, it's going to be out of this world. I saw the previews and we actually did a hike in, um, in the ice to see the structures as they were being built. And it's pretty fascinating. And this is going to be interesting, too, because a lot of the celebrities apparently choose to do the uh, staying in a building, staying in a home, as opposed to the glamping. Correct. I mean, they do both depending on who it is. But the nice thing is if you do want to stay in a home, but you've got kids that really want to camp, a lot of the homes actually come with tent platforms and they will set up the camps for you outside your house. So if your kid wants to sleep outside and be with nature, they're more than welcome to. There are no bathrooms out there. So at least the parents can be in the house and keep an eye on their kid. But they definitely have an option of doing the best of both worlds. And believe it or not, it's actually a little less expensive to stay in the homes than it is to do the glamping. Uh, The glamping also has a butler where the homes do not. Correct. Actually, they have their own dedicated butler by camp and you would have a butler access to the concierge and room service when you're in the homes, but it's a much more intimate experience when you're out glamping as opposed to being at the homes. Talk about these homes. We talked about the restaurants a little bit. We'll get back to that. What about the dress code? What do I need to wear? Do I need to be completely dressed up? This sounds really fancy. It's actually the opposite of that. And from a person that typically dresses up, I really had a hard time packing for this trip. I was going to Montana in March, in the dead of winter. And we lived in yoga pants and flannel shirts and jeans and boots and snow pants the whole entire trip. I never once needed to dress up. They actually say during the summer, maybe occasionally on the first night, someone will show up for dinner and maybe a woman will show up with a pair of heels and then she'll never put them back on again because you're out in the lawn watching, listening to live music, watching your kids play cornhole or tetherball or horseshoes and it's a really, really casual environment. There's nothing dressy about it. The dressiest thing you do is to put on your nice cowboy boots during the evening. Speaking of that, you talk about the music and the kids playing and things. If you're out glamping, isn't it there's a nice distance for the tents, so maybe you're not right on top of each other, so maybe you do have some privacy and some sound um, restrictions? It's not that loud? No, it's not loud at all. Plus, if you think about it, if it ends up being a warm summer evening and you turn on your air conditioning, you're going to have your indoor air on. You're not going to hear anybody else. So they definitely uh, keep it on the quiet side. I think the noisiest thing, as I always joke, is nature is noisy. So it's going to be the river running by or the eagles or the birds or whatever critters are out there that are going to be making the noise. Then one of the best things about being out at the tents and being out at the camps is actually there's 
there's no light pollution, so you are going to get the most fantastic stargazing at night. What about bugs, mosquitoes? There's always going to be a little bit of insects, but that's the nice thing about insect repellent. We can wear that, and they have recommendations of what to bring. Before you arrive, be it winter or summer, they actually send you a packing list of what they recommend you bring to the property. So talk about the restaurants and the food and the bars that are in the uh, main area. So they have the first restaurant, which is where you basically will eat breakfast and lunch, which is called Trough. And that one um, we went to for breakfast each morning. And let me tell you one thing, if you eat anything when you're at Paws Up, huckleberry pancakes, those were to die for. Everything is unique on the menu. My colleague had bison um, biscuits and gravy for breakfast one morning. I had a salmon scramble another morning. At lunchtime, they offer everything from sandwiches to salads. And they're actually going to be changing it this summer where they're going to have the bar, which is called Tank. They're actually going to have it be more grab-and-go items. So if you're leaving for an activity and you want to have a Caesar wrap or have a, you know, a turkey sandwich on the go before you're running out to your activity, you don't need to actually sit down for dining. You can take it to go or maybe sit out on the lawn and enjoy it. During the evening time, dinner is served at Pomp, and that is a great fine dining restaurant. Again, everything comes out as courses, but they're redoing some of the menus right now, and the food is out of this world. So good, and it's not fussy. That's the thing sometimes when people think of gourmet, they think it's got to be all fancy uh, and fussy stacked food. It's not. I mean, they had everything from venison to seafood to the best bread and a variety of butters every night that was served with your with your skillet bread. I mean, everything is fantastic. There was nothing I had that I did not enjoy. And if you happen to be there for one of the special events, say for a barbecue weekend, you're getting a totally different menu that's exclusive to that weekend. Uh, it says here, just recently, Forbes magazine named it one of the five great places to ride horses in America. Well, and as a girl who actually rode a horse there, I'll go with it. I can't say I'm uh, <laughs> the best when it comes to knowing about horses but they really did seem to be very patient while we were there they had two baby horses and there was another one due the next day and the neat thing is you can go out to the stables and you can see them during the summertime during when there are kids there they actually have a kids petting zoo so there's a lot of animals right there on property and you can just kind of wander around and see them they kind of have an open door but then they even have things like yoga i mean they've got um they have tents set up at what they call spa town for getting massages and if you get a spa treatment then actually being paws up your dog gets a complimentary 15 minute massage it is pet friendly it's very pet friendly they are i saw a couple of dogs in all throughout the property and i i sort of wondering when i first got there thinking with the animals on property as to whether or not and they said most definitely they're pet friendly they tend to find those primarily people that are doing a drive trip because a lot of people don't necessarily fly with their pets unless they're coming in private not everybody would want to fly from the east coast with their you know german shepherd i want to take a moment and widen out a little bit from our focus um, from the Northwest for those of us who uh, for those listening who maybe have never been to Montana describe that big sky country a lot of the atmosphere of the resort a lot of, a lot of the positives is based on just the natural scenery you're in the big sky country of montana it's absolutely stunning with the pine trees the mountains we had a couple of mornings that were crystal blue and they call those bluebird mornings our bluebird skies and that really did make a difference but being montana the weather will change on the dime we'd wake up it's 20 degrees two hours later somehow it was 51 
hopped on a snowmobile. An hour later, we're up in the mountains at 6,000 feet and it's snowing. So it's one of those wait five minutes and the weather will change or that's why you have to bring so many different clothes, especially in the wintertime, because you just don't know what to expect. Just to give you an idea what activities I was able to partake in over the course of four days, I went snowmobiling for the first time, which I absolutely loved. I went horseback riding. We did yoga one morning and we actually did it in the tack room with all the different saddles, which was quite interesting. Uh, we went mountain biking and they put the big snow tires on the on the e-bikes. Wasn't my favorite activity per se because it was a little icy for me, but I did it. While I was out mountain biking, I'm seeing eagles in their nests. We could hear them chirping. We went dog sledding. They actually have an Iditarod experience there where you can actually mush the dogs. We weren't able to because it was a little too icy and the musher was afraid of, of us not being able to stop. But there are so many activities to do on property and that was just a synopsis of them they have uh curling they had curling it was just amazing how many things there were to do that's in the winter time well there's about you know 40 or so plus in the summertime they've got everything from archery to hatchet throwing to horseback riding to choose from fly fishing go-karts it says here Uh, There's a fitness trail, helicopter tours, horse whispering. Yeah, they even have a hot air balloon. I mean, they have so many activities to do on property that you're never going to get bored and it's as much as you want to do or as little. And then if you want to just hang out in the evening, they've got various live performers coming in. I thought the music just really set the mood there. The whole time we were there, I just felt like I was just right out of my own personal Pandora. It was very funny to me. You ask her, well, what was one of your favorite activities? And when she said snowmobiling, you could have knocked me over with a feather. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I um, hopped on my snowmobile and I used to ski as a kid. So, I mean, it's not that I'm unfamiliar with it, but I've never been on a snowmobile and I've been on a jet ski once in my life. I hopped on that snowmobile. The guide was ahead of me and I just hit it. I was up to 40 miles an hour and had a total blast. One of the activities that I did try that I think also surprised Jim was they actually, they have a whole shooting club out there and you go out skeet shooting and you can they have a variety of different guns so I tried it twice I failed miserably but at least I can say I tried and my brother-in-laws are very proud of me what about who's in charge at the ranch the ranch is run by a woman named Nadine. Her husband recently passed away, so she's really taken over. So I've been saying kind of my theme for the weekend was fun, food, and female because the female influence there is very huge. Nadine has individually decorated every single one of the homes, and she puts her finger on everything that's done there. And I guess she's just a fabulous woman to work for, and she lives on the property most of the time as well. And a lot of the people that are in charge of various departments are females. Absolutely. I mean, from the sales staff to the Wrangler staff with Jackie running her uh, her group of gals, tons of women working there, and everybody just really enjoys their, to being together. I met the general manager who had had a nice visit prior to being at Paws Up. He was at the Allison Inn in Newburgh, Oregon, and he was at the Heathman in Portland, Oregon. So he knows the Northwest. He knows, you know, how to enjoy the out of doors, and he's a really neat guy. And he actually lives on property with his family including his two kids so when it comes to pause up the ranch at pause up in montana what are your three favorite things first of all was snowmobiling i absolutely love that second favorite thing was the people i had the best time just visiting with people and everybody would stop and chat with you and ask where you're from and number three 
huckleberry pancakes. I will dream about those. If they could freeze dried and send those to me FedEx tomorrow for breakfast, I would be in heaven. Who should go to Paws Up? Anybody that really wants to kind of get in touch with the out of doors, try something different. You know, you want your luxury experience, but you don't necessarily want to sleep on a cot. You don't want to have, you know, a cabin per se. So if you love luxury, you appreciate the finer things in life, including food, but you kind of want to get out of your comfort zone, try something new, or maybe do what you've grown up doing, but haven't done since you were a child at summer camp, pause up is for you. And maybe you want to do it, but you want to have a level of comfort that you didn't have when you were a child. Maybe your back can't handle the cots or the camper van. Correct. I like my direct TV. I like my 700 thread count sheet and I love my jacuzzi tub, but I also want to get out and be outside. What about with the resorted paws up? Can couples go? Absolutely. And with the new um, green O section opening, that is going to be the best place for couples. It's going to be a secret little getaway. I think it would be a perfect celebration. While we were there, there were a couple of couples that were coming from both California and the East Coast that were there to celebrate special occasions, zero birthdays. And now with the new section open, it's going to be even more of an intimate experience. And they do weddings as well, things like that? Yeah, they definitely do weddings and they do corporate events. You can take over the property. You can do small corporate groups. I saw the Bull Barn, which is one of their venues they use for events. And gosh, it's gorgeous because it's that kind of you know country chic that you always think of where you're in a barn, but there's a gorgeous chandelier hanging overhead. You can do it outside. They have different locations for elopements, for engagements, and you would work directly with the wedding planner and they'll make it perfect for you. Speaking of planning, you're a vacation planner. What if I'm interested in the resort at Paws Up? Go ahead and reach out to me, K-A-R-I at StellarTravel.com and get those extra virtuoso amenities. Like? That would include uh, resort credit towards your activities and a few other surprises that we like to throw in. Don't want to give too many away. Again, you can email at Carrie at StellarTravel.com, K-A-R-I at StellarTravel.com and ask about the resort at Paws Up and you can find out from Carrie, K-A-R-I, Carrie at StellarTravel.com, how you can make the resort at Paws Up part of your best trip ever.